And for the first four and a half, the voice of the Oakland A's, Monty Moore. Thank you very much, Jim Simpson. Hi, once again, everybody. Campy Campanera steps in at home plate, and Don Sutton is standing on the rubber. Takes a deep breath to relieve some tension, which has got to be there if you're playing in a World Series. Here's the first pitch of the ball game, and Campanera goes for it. This is strike one. Campanera's had his best year ever in the big leagues with the bat this year. He hit 290 overall. He's been a colorful little player for the A's for many years. Ten years, stole over 30 bases in one season. Many times over 50. Breaking ball misses. It's one ball, one strike. One season, Campanera's had a very unusual year. He hit 19 home runs in one season. Sutton with that deliberate wind up throws, and it's missing low. Two balls and one strike. I think as... Sutton was pitching early in the year. Almost unbelievable to see that he had 14 straight starts before he got a win. Fastball strike call to Campanera. Just two balls, two strikes. I got a kick out of reading about Steve Yeager's record early in the season. The first 24 games he started as the Dodger catcher, the Dodgers won. So he was 24-0 to start the season. 2-2 pitch to Campy. Strike call. A big curveball got him looking. Great overhanded curveball. Dive down through that strike zone and left Campanera standing. So there's one away, and here's Bill North, the A's center fielder who led the American League in stolen bases with 54. North, a switch hitter. Played very little when he was in the National League, so his experience against Don Sutton would be very limited. Sutton's pitch to Billy is pop foul over the Dodger dugout into the crowd. The umpire behind the plate today is Bill Kunkel, who was a pitcher in the American League, and as a matter of fact, the closest he has ever been to a World Series prior to this World Series, which he's umpiring, was in this ballpark when he was with the Yankees. A relief pitcher. The pitch to North. He runs up and takes it low a ball. One ball and one strike. As a matter of fact, Kunkel was telling us yesterday that he was out in the right field bullpen warming up when the Dodgers won the fourth straight game over the Yankees. Four-game sweep. He never got into a game in the World Series as a pitcher. Sutton to North. Foul ball out of play again. One ball, two strikes. Matter of fact, Kunkel said that he was warming up and he had a transistor radio with an earplug. While he was warming up, he was listening. That was the first year that Joe Garagiola was on the World Series and was telling some funny stories. And Kunkel said, there we were down three games and behind in the fourth, and I was in the bullpen laughing. And my teammates were wondering what was so funny. He was listening to Garagiola. Kick curve, one and miss, strike three. Yeager drops the ball, but moves out to a good throwing angle in front of the plate about 10 feet and throws the first. There are two downs. Here is A's captain and third baseman, Sal Bando. Bando for the season hit 243 for Oakland. He had 22 home runs and drove in 103 runs. He led the American League in sacrifice flies. 13 of those this year, and that's an interesting statistic only that it indicates a man can hit with men in scoring position. Sudden winding, throwing, fastball, and he misses with it. It's ball one. 
one oh pitch. Missing low, two balls and no strike. The Dodgers play Bando as a full hitter, but not all that much. The shortstop Bill Russell cheats a little bit towards his right, but not all that much. Davey Lopes plays him almost up the middle. Sutton's pitch to Bando is hit up into the air to left field. A shortstop, Bill Russell's going back. He's calling for it as he drifts across the foul line and he makes the catch. And the A's go one, two, three in inning number one. The score, Oakland nothing. The Dodgers coming to back. But Monty Moore, Jim Simpson back in Los Angeles as we go to the last of the first inning of the second game of the World Series. And the A's have had their first look at that good curveball of Tom Sutton as he got two men swinging. And the third man, Bando, fouled off. Now the Dodgers will get a good look at Vita Blue. And let's recall something for him. He has allowed no runs in his last 14 innings of play. So we could be in for the same kind of game today as we were yesterday, Monty. Very low scoring. Vita Blue in his last outing in the playoffs was as powerful as I have ever seen him. In 1971, of course, he won the most valuable player and the Italian Award in the American League and struck out over 300 batters. The other day, he was as powerful as I've ever seen him since then. The first pitch is a lightning-like fastball, whipping its way across the plate for a call strike to Davey Lope. Vida working quickly, throws again, and it's outside. Vida threw only 110 pitches in his last outing in Baltimore, and 95 of those were fastballs. So the Dodgers know what to look for here today. Vida has two fastballs, one riding fastball, and the other is a sinking fastball. Swinging, strike two. Vida powers it right by Davey Lope, who had a fine year with the Dodgers, hitting 266. Little guy belted 10 home runs, swiped 59 bases. Vida curls and delivers again. A bouncing ball hit to the right side. Gene Tennis, the A's first baseman, has it. Lopes is out, number one. There was a fastball that Vida Blue runs away from a right-handed batter. Here's Bill Buckner had a couple of hits yesterday. He hit 314 for the year for Los Angeles. And Billy had seven homers with 58 runs batted in. He, too, is a great base-stealing threat, had 31 stolen bases. But I think one of the most amazing statistics and certainly among the most impressive that Buckner has is the fact that he did not go at any time this year more than two games in a row without a base hit. And he played in 160 of the Dodgers games. Blues first pitch is outside, ball one. Fida hasn't often pitched a full nine-inning game without walking anybody, but in the Baltimore game the other day, he didn't walk a batter. Earlier this season, in a start against Baltimore in Baltimore, he pitched eight and two-thirds innings without walking a batter. One and out to Buckner. Strike, it's called. The pitchers really concentrate throwing strikes against teams such as the Dodgers and the A's. They both have lots of men who can run, and the idea is don't let them get on free of charge. There's a breaking ball, the first one that's swung on and foul back. One ball, two strikes. Mina doesn't throw a slow curve. Jim, he calls it a slurve. <laughs> it's a cross between a curve and a slider. He says, I don't know what it is. I just kind of twist my wrist, and there it goes. So Vida's swerve ball was fouled back. One and two count on Buckner. Around comes the arm. Here's the pitch. 
And it's a strikeout. Buckner started his swing, and I don't believe that he finished the swing, but the pitch was over the plate. So there's two down in the first inning, and here's Jimmy Wynn. The Dodger Cannon had 32 home runs this year. He had one here yesterday in the ninth inning. That brought a lot of fans back into their seats who had started to the exit. Lattice pitch, low a ball. Most of the Dodgers are known as first ball, fastball hitters. Vida will try to be very careful with placement of his first pitches against this ball club. Fastball strike to win, it's one and one. Campanero cheats a little bit on defense towards left against Wynn. They give him the middle of the diamond. Fastball fouled off. First base umpire this afternoon is Doug Harvey of the National League. The second base umpire, Don Denkinger of the American League. Andy Olson in the National League is at third, and there are umpires down the foul line. Big Ron Luciano of the American League is in left, and Tom Gorman of the National League in right. Vitas pitched to the plate, fouled off. Whereas yesterday, the umpires had their jackets on. Today, they're out here dressed all alike. You could tell the difference in American and National League umpires yesterday. The American leaguers had on maroon coats. The National Leaguers black coats. Today, it's a no-coat day in sunshiny Los Angeles. Riders pitch to win. Takes off and sails high. It's two balls, two strikes. The gathering place of Major League Baseball dignitaries, managers, former players. The World Series. The traveling baseball circus for Riders pitch on the way, and he loses him at ball four. The Dodgers have Jimmy Wynn on. Wynn stole 18 bases for the Dodgers this year. And the A's will concentrate on keeping him close. Fighter does not have a very good move to first base. Here's Steve Garvey, Dodgers' leading RBI man for 1974. Their right-handed hitting first baseman at a 312 batting average. 21 homers and 111 runs driven in. Tough man to strike out. Wynn's got a big lead at first base and draws a throw from Blue. It's a lob throw. Dodger fans start that rhythmic applause. They want to get something going early here. Here's another throw to first base. A little better move by Bynum. But Wynn has him figured out. The pitch to the plate. Garvey lets it go by outside. It's one ball, no strike. Gene Tennis of the A's holding the inside corner of the bag against Wynn, who's lengthened his lead a little bit, and he's not going to pitch as a breaking ball strike call. one of the bubblegum blowing champions of the major leagues. There goes the runner. The pitch is taken and he goes back to first base. 
Jimmy Wynn got a late break off first, and the fastball was up and away from the batter, and it's a good thing for Wynn that he went back to first. Rossi took that almost like a pitch out. He had not gotten up. It was not a pitch out. Jays don't pitch out too much with Vida. He's basically a fastball pitcher, and if it's coming, it's going to get there in a hurry anyway. No score. Last half of the first inning, game two. Here's the pitch. Garvey goes for a high fastball and misses. Strike two. The A's defense is set up with Ray Fossey behind the plate. Gene Tennis at first. Dick Green is the second baseman. Bert Campanaro is the shortstop. And Sal Bando the third baseman. The outfielders are all playing deep for Garvey. That's Joe Rudy in left, Billy North in center, and Reggie Jackson in right. 2-2 count on the batter. Jimmy Wynn leading away. He's going this time. And the pitch is swung on and popped up short right. That's going to be a tough play. Going back for Gene Tennis. Turning around. He makes the catch. Basket style down the first baseline. A very tough play out at almost no man's land. Jackson was not ever in the picture that time. It had to be Gene Tennis or nobody. Dick Green had gone to cover second base. So it had to be Tennis. And he meant back and made a fine play. After one inning here at Dodger Stadium, there's no score. As you would expect to see in a World Series game, we are seeing excellent pitching again this afternoon. We have seen the Don Sutton curveball. It got two strikeouts in the first inning. And a foul out to the shortstop. Wide of blue with a good fastball. Did lose. Jimmy went and walked him, but nevertheless got out of the inning as nobody hit the ball out of the infield on him, and he struck out one. It's all scoreless as we begin the second, and here again is Monty Moore. Reggie Jackson of the Oakland A's is the leadoff batter. Joe Rudy and Gene Tannis will follow against Don Sutton. Jackson was hurt quite a bit this year. Still hit 29 home runs, drove in 93 runs, and had a 289 batting average. In addition to that, Jackson had 25 stolen bases. Sudden winding, throwing, and misses high for ball one. What's it like playing in a World Series? Henry Aaron had an interesting comment about it in his book. Sutton's 1-0 delivery to Jackson. Inside the ball. Aaron said, I wish I could write what it's like to play in a World Series and make you understand the feeling. If you're playing in a World Series and your spine doesn't tingle some when you walk out of that clubhouse for the first time, you're dead and don't know it. Pretty much the story of pressure in World Series baseball with the eyes of the world tuned in. Here's a pitch. Jackson fouls it back. Sutton took a little off that pitch and left it right around the letters on Jackson. Two balls and a strike. Dodger right-hander throws, and it's swung on a missed back two. Boy, Jim, I'd say he's challenging Jackson pretty well right here. Dodgers really around to the right on the infield. Sutton's pitch. High drive to left field. Down the line, going for it is Bill Buckner, and he's got it. Jackson hits a lot of balls to the opposite field. 
He has tremendous power that way, as he showed yesterday. He got under that one. And Buckner played it very cool, going to the foul line, just reached up and plucked it off one-handed. Well, there's one out in the second inning. Sutton has retired four in a row to start the game, and here is the A's leading percentage hitter for the year, Joe Rudy. Besides hitting 293, Rudy drove in 99 runs for Oakland. At his best home run year ever with 22. And a very radical batting stance at the plate. Extremely closed up and goes down into a crouch. Pitches high and away. Rudy has real good power to right center field. He's hit many of his 22 home runs over the right center field fence this year. The Dodgers playing straight away. If anything, win is shaded a bit towards left. Pitch to Rudy, swung and missed, one and one. Like the slider that time. Sutton throws a hard slider, as Jim was talking about, the good curveball. And he will throw a screwball to left-handed batters. Rudy lays the bat right on his shoulder. Pitch to him, swung on and foul down, and there's the big curve. Tell us the baseball really carries in the daytime here at Dodger Stadium much better than it does at night. It's a tough home run park in Oakland for night ball games, and that, of course, is where the next three will be played Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. Rudy swings and misses strike three, Sutton through the fastball by. Don Sutton had thrown him a couple of breaking balls and then came back up and in on Rudy and struck him out swinging. That's three strikeouts for Sutton. Two out, here's Gene Tennis. Gino hit only 211 for the year, but it was a mighty big 211. 73 runs batted in. He had 26 homers. Had some of his best days against some of the best pitchers in the American League. Sutton curves him. Strike call. Oh, what a pitch. And he makes it look so easily done. The 0-1 pitch. Didn't take. It missed inside. One and one. Lucky threw the slider that time. Sutton delivery to tennis. The bouncing ball hit foul up third. The A's coaches are at third base. Bobby Winkles, who coached Reggie Jackson and Sal Bando at Arizona State University and then went to the big leagues as the manager of the California Angels. The A's picked him up shortly after his release by the Angels this year, and he's been a very strong member of the A's coaching staff since coming over here. Pitches inside and high, two balls, two strikes. Bobby liked the Dodgers, timeless sort of, very enthusiastic man. Two balls, two strikes to tennis. Curve, foul back. First base coach for Oakland is Jerry Adair, who played with the Baltimore Orioles. That American League defensive records, Jerry played one entire American League season, committing only five errors. Two out, two balls, two strikes. Sutton starts to go into his windup and stops that he didn't have his footing, it looked like, on the rubber. High pitches, and it 
is in the dirt and coming to the backstop. Three balls, two strikes on tennis. The Dodger infield here is very hard. A ground-up brick on the dirt part. Some high bouncing balls hit here yesterday. 3-2 pitch. Curve a little high. He walked him. Gene Tennis has an eagle eye. If you ever saw anybody with one, he walked 110 times in the regular American League season. Here's Ray Fossey. Fossey's the second Oakland A's player in the last three years to have had a back operation during the season and to come back and play in the World Series. Dick Green in 1972 had a back operation early, came back and played in the World Series, and this year, Fossey had a disc removed. There's a pitch to him, and it's high for a ball. The latter part of the season when Fossey was trying to work his way back into shape, for the playoffs in the World Series. He said it was just like having spring training all over again. He ended up in only 69 games. Here's the pitch to him. Curve strike call, a beautiful pitch. No score, top half of the second inning at Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles. The A's and the Dodgers, first ever California World Series. The pitch to Fossey. Swinging strike, he threw him a slider. It's a little faster breaking ball in the curve. Very little wind here today. What there is is blowing towards center field. From home plate. Here's the pitch. Fouled away. Into the stand to the right field side. Three World Series in a row have gone seven games. And only twice in the last 20 years has any team won four in a row. Tennis off first base. Here's the pitch. Fossey takes it in the dirt, gets away from Yeager, goes to the third base foul line area, and Tennis goes to second base. So the Oakland A's gets the first what you could call game condition break of the ball game. Like that was a wild pitch, probably hit in the dirt and carried away. So with a count of two balls, two strikes. Only one thing about a big overhanded curveball like that: if it hits the dirt, the catcher has some pressure. That spin on it makes it bounce awfully crazily. Sutton's pitch to Fossey. He struck him out swinging with a good fastball. So that's all for the Oakland A's in the second inning. No runs are hit. The man left on, and the score is nothing, nothing. Ferguson. Joe Ferguson, the leadoff batter for the Los Angeles Dodgers in the last half of inning number two. Ron Say and Bill Russell will follow against Vina Blue. 
And the first pitch is hit up into the air in the left center field. He hits it well. Billy Norris, however, has room just short of the warning track to make the catch, and he's got it. Ferguson went after Banner Blue's first pitch. Got under it a little bit, but hit it very well. Norris had to turn away from the sunshine in left center. And now here's the man the Dodger fans affectionately call the Penguin, Ron Say. Two sixty-two batting average. 18 homers, 97 runs batted in for the little third baseman. Lou starts him off with a breaking ball high and away. The Dodger coaches, Tommy Lasorda at third base and longtime veteran, great Dodger, great individual, Junior Gilliam at first base. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Fastball tails off at 2-0 now to say. Gays are moving Reggie Jackson off the foul line, way over into right center field on say. They're giving him 90 feet of the right field line. Fastball misses low, and Vida's behind now, 3-0. Here's a 3-0 pitch. He walked it. Ron Say is on. With one out. That's Vida's second walk of the day. And here's the Dodger shortstop, Bill Russell. Well, the Dodgers have been starting a lot of runners so far in this series. They like to hit and run play, and Russell, who can handle the bat, is up. Vida turns around to work off the stretch and throws to Russell. He takes high ball one. The Dodgers may take a while now to see if Vida can throw strikes. Russell is the only Dodger who hit safely in every one of the playoff games against Pittsburgh. He also had hit here yesterday. So, throw to first base. Vida just lobs it over there. Russell was born in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Makes his home now in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. As does Jim Brewer of the Dodgers. Strike call. Russell taking again. It's one ball, one strike. No score. Last half of inning number two. Try to cut loose again on the fastball. Fails up and away. It's two balls and one strike. Dick Green, the A's second baseman, is coming in to talk to Vida Blue. Dennis is holding against Say at first base, even though he's not too much of a threat to run. Here's the pitch. Low at ball three. Russell can pretty well know what he's going to be getting here in the way of a pitch. He's got to figure Vida to throw him a fastball on a 3-1 count. Say leads off first base. Here's a pitch to the plate, and it's a strike call. Russell was taking all the way. 
So the count is strung out to three and two. So the numbers are different, but the count is really even on the batter and the pitcher because there's one left. There goes the runner from first. The pitch swung on it, popped up in that short right field area again. It's falling fast, and nobody will get there. It's a big hit. Here's Bay popping at third base. with the runner going from first base popped up down the right field line Gene Dennis the first baseman was holding against the runner and couldn't get back to it Reggie Jackson on a bad leg couldn't get to it and now with one out the Dodgers have runners at first and third base Jim it's almost as if the Dodgers have a scouting report they're exploiting dropping those little bombs in behind Dennis in front of Jackson Steve Yeager comes out of bat for the Dodgers. 41 runs batted in for the year for this big right-handed hitter. He had 12 home runs. At 266, the A's will play back. Russell might be running here from first base. Bata throws over that way and holds in close. Russell during the year. And only 14 steals, but he likes to run. Right as pitch, the Jaeger lines back to Campanaris right by the left field of eight pitch. Putting in the score is Ron Fay, and going to second and holding on is Russell. The Dodgers lead one to nothing. jumped on Bata's first pitch and really ripped it. Sutton's lifetime batting average in the National League is 163. He's never hit a home run. But this year he hit 184, the second best in the National League among the pitchers. The A's are looking for him to bunt the ball here. Dennis is playing very shallow at first base. Bata Blue fires away. Sutton swings and misses strike one. He got a batter blue fastball that time, the kind you throw when you're looking for somebody to bunt. But Sutton wasn't bunting. The Dodgers on top, one to nothing. Here's a pitch, Sutton squares around, takes, and lets it go for a ball, one and one. West Stock, the A's pitching coach, hustles out of the dugout and goes out to the field. There's nobody warming up in the open bullpen. Stock might be spotting something that's making Vita Blue's fastball go up. When he's missing today, he's been missing high most of the time. So on two pitches to Sutton, one he was swinging, the second he was bunting but took it. So it's the ball on a strike. Now back to plate. Dennis comes toward the plate. Here's a pitch taking a call strike. 
The A's infield turns over on that front situation with Dick Green, the second baseman, going to first. Gene Tennis, the first baseman, coming to the plate. Campy Campanaris, the shortstop, covering second base. Sal Bando held his ground at third, figuring if the ball were bunted to the third base side, Pita would be the man to cover there. One and two count on Don Sutton. Runners leading away. The pitch on the way. Fouled away. Sutton is cleared to bunt, but swung away and fouled it off. Tried to hit the ball by Tennant, who's been charging the plate as Sutton squares to bunt. One ball and two strikes. By this pitch, swinging strike three again. Sutton free to run, trying to bring the infield in, and then swung away. Nobody in the infield moved that time. The minor blue gets his second strikeout. There are two down with two on, and the batter now is Davey Lope. But Jim Simpson, I'd have to think it must be an exciting thing to watch this old guy play 162 games a year. He's one of those, Marley, that uh, when Lou Barp is making a run at Murray Wills' record of 104 stolen bases, which of course Lou broke. Wolf said, I'll be stealing a hundred or more within a year or two. And Maury Wills thinks he can. It's interesting to note that Maury Wills has worked with both the A's and the Dodgers on stealing bases in spring training. Charlie Finley hired Maury to work with Herb Washington. Right up throws to Lopes, and it's high for ball one. Russell's getting a huge lead down off second base. You know, working with Mars, I do all year long. I can read Vida Blue, the pitcher, when he's going to first base. In those instances, very good, because when he looks at first, he comes home. When he looks home, he's going to first. And you learn such things to think around Murray Will. He probably sold more of his bases on knowledge of the pitchers than he did on speed. Here's the pitch to Lopes. Fake, it's called. It's one ball on one track now. Dodgers lead, one to nothing, a walk, a pop flash single in the no-man's land in right field, and a line shot to left center by Yeager. Lopes cocks the bat over the right shoulder. Vida Blue throws a curveball that's fouled off. Lopes was right on that pitch and fouled it. The pitcher's Tuesday night. Catfish Hunter for the Oakland A's, and Al Downing for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And they have both, as they say in baseball, been there before. Downing has been in World Series competition, as has Hunter. Blue down to the waist, here's his pitch. Fastball hit foul off into the crowd. Vida Blue is 17-game winner this year. Don Sutton, a 19-game winner. One ball, two strikes. Russell at second. Jaeger at first, the pitch to the plate, swinging, strike three, he got it. So the Dodgers get a run in the second inning. They leave two men on base, and the score after two innings is one nothing Los Angeles. With Monty Moore, this is Jim Simpson at Dodgers Stadium in Los Angeles. At the end of two, the Dodgers are leading one to nothing, but as they did yesterday, so they are again doing it today. Yesterday, the Dodgers left 12 men on base, had another one picked off, and yet another erased on the double play. They do lead one to nothing, but they have stranded already three men in the first two innings of this game. The A's, on the other hand, very economical. When they do get some base runners, somehow, not necessarily with a base hit, they manage to get them around. 
but against John Sutton, who has looked superb with that curveball, and he has struck out a couple of them with a high fastball. Sutton is now nursing a one nothing lead, and the way he's pitching, well, who knows? We begin the third. Here's Monty. Dick Green batting for the Oakland A's, the second baseman. The leaders off in Vida Blue and Bert Campanaris. Sutton's first pitch of the third inning. Misses low and inside ball one. Sutton this year pitched five shutouts in the regular season competition. Leading the Dodgers, who had 19 as a team. Green pops up in his short right. Second baseman Davey Loos is going back, and he'll make the play. He's got it. One out, third inning. Number 14. And the batter is Vida Blue. Richard. Vida Blue. As a batter, of course, Vida did not come to the plate during the 1974 season. Had only one time at bat last year. He last batted the 1973 World Series, went 0 for 4. Last time batting average in the majors, 0-9-8. He's hit one home run. That was got to throw it where Vida is swinging for him to hit home run. Sutton's pitch. Strike called. He drove a breaking ball. Sutton had an easy wind-up drawing and hitting the corner with a slider. No ball, two strikes. The Dodgers won, the A's nothing. Game two of the 74 World Series, and Jimmy Wynn is adjusting his defense. He's moving 60 feet over to his left. Curve a little high. He was playing Vida in left center. And he moved without seeing Vida swing. But after two pitches. Sutton throws and strikes him out. Good hard slider right over the outside corner of that letter high. That is five strikeouts for Don Sutton. Over the season, Sutton walked 80 batters and struck out 179 in 276 innings. So he's gone through the Oakland A's batting order the first time around, striking out five of the nine, not allowing a base hit. Only one runner managed to get on. That was Tennis's walk on a 3-2 pitch. So the A's start over now with two out in the third, and here is Campanaris. Takes the breaking ball outside. 1-0. Campanaris down on the end of the bat against Sutton today. Has a big swing and fouls it back. One ball, one strike. Campanaris changes stances, he changes bats, he changes grips on the bat, according to the pitcher, according to what he learns about him. Sutton's 1-1 delivery. Drops that curveball too much, it's 2-1. One strike on Campanaris. Dodgers first baseman playing him deep. Campanaris, when he bunts for base hits, bunts that way most of the time. Here's the pitch. High and inside of all three and one. They is playing him right even with a bag at third. 
Hager hangs out a sign, and here's the 3-1 pitch. Line shot, left field, into the corner, it goes, base hit. Campanaris will try for two, he hits first in full stride, and he'll post in the second with a double. Well, Don Sutton got behind Campanaris, 3-1, and one, and had the groove one a little fatter than he wanted. And Campanaris got a double. And that brings up Billy North, the Oakland A's center fielder. North, a switch hitter who ended up batting about the same each side of the plate. Ran it 260 each way. So the A's are a hit away from tying the ball game. Campanaris, big lead down on second base. Here's the pitch to North. Strike call. Jaeger came up ready to throw. Nobody was covering second base. He showed yesterday he likes to throw. He threw behind the runners three times yesterday. Almost 6-2 off first. One strike count on Bill North. Sudden throw into the plate. Bouncing ball on the infield. That's going to be a tough play. North is on his way to first base. The throw beats him there. Left a man on, and it's still the Dodgers one and the A's nothing. Wilson won yesterday three to two. The Dodgers lead today one to nothing as we go to the last of the third. And here's money. Bill Buckner at the plate for the Dodgers. It'll be Buckner win and Garvey against Vida Blue. Here's the first pitch to Buckner. He squared around. Thinks the body took it inside the ball. One and zero. Blue has walked two batters. One of them scored. Struck out three. Sutton has walked one and struck out five. Dodgers have two hits, the A's one. The pitch to Buckner. Check swing, bouncing ball off his foot towards the mound. Vada picks it up. Throws the first, but plate umpire Bill Kunkel quickly called that ball out of play. Yesterday's crowd here at Dodger Stadium, the largest ever to see a game here at Dodger Stadium, but not the largest to see a baseball game in Los Angeles. In 1959, that World Series between the Dodgers and the White Sox drew an incredible number of Three straight crowds, over 92,000 at the Coliseum. Here's the one-on-one pitch. Curveball hit up into the air in the center field. Bill North going back. Turning around now and away from the sun makes the catch. Buckner gave that curveball a pretty good ride. Left-handed batter, left-handed pitcher, and a curveball, and he was right on it. Yeah, the series in 1959 drew 420,784 fans for only six games. There were some teams in baseball that didn't draw much more than that for the entire season. And that was just six games in a World Series. Here's Jimmy Wynn, and he hits the first pitch foul over the screen and back into the crowd. 92,000 people watching a baseball game, Jim. There must have been a lot of them who had to see it with field glasses. You know that I saw a baseball game played with over 100,000. I'll tell you about it in a minute. Pitch is a fastball strike in the outside corner to win. 1956. The Olympic Games, Melbourne, Australia. The American Services and the group of Australians put on a baseball game exhibition and more than 100,000 watched it. Wow. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Just missing outside. Might have ran a fastball over the outside and just missed with it. One ball, two strikes. Wynn really looks ready at that plate. Poses his stance a little bit. 
pitch. Rushes him back down with two balls, two strikes. Wynn drew 108 walks this year. It was second in the National League to his good buddy Joe Morgan, who had 120 walks. These guys get on enough by themselves. They had 100 and something walks. That means a lot of pitchers have aged considerably this year. Pitches foul back. They walked him nine times in the playoffs this year. That was a National League playoff record. Two balls, two strikes. One out third inning, Dodgers one, the A is nothing. Wynn has a mighty rip and fouls it off the chest protector of the plate umpire, Bill Cuckle. The American League umpires wear Paul Rubber, chest protector, and it is outside of the shirt. The National League plate umpires wear a different kind of protector that is inside the coat. So they bounce a little more off this American League chest protector. Here's a 2-2 pitch. That's ball outside and trying to really cut that one loose. But he's worked the count out of 3-2 and two on win when he walked the first time he saw it. Comes the arm. Here's a 3-2 pitch. He's trucking out looking. Jimmy Lynn takes the call. Third strike and argues with plate umpire Bill Cuckle. So they're two down in the third inning, and the batter is Steve Garvey, the Dodger first baseman. Well, it might be some reason the fact that Cuckle is an American League umpire, and they call the American League a high ball league and the National League a low ball league. Wynn has spent his entire career in the National League where he's used to the low strike. That's kind of a little bit surprised. By American League standards and Bill Kunkel, it was strike three. He has a batting stance that gives him a pretty small strike zone. He's in a crouch and turned around crossways and a lot of plate to look at out there, a lot of room around the plate. Order two down. The pitch to Garvey. Fastball outside. Batter's fastball now. You can see it take off away from the right-handed batter. He hasn't been coming inside with that fastball against the Dodgers here today very much. There's a breaking ball, head on the ground, Cavalier backhands it down a deep shortstop, throws the first in the dirt, hit it, 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 Looking at the television replay, it would have been awfully close, even if he had it come up with it. Dennis did a good job just keeping the ball in play, or Garvey could have gone to second base. So it's a base hit for Garvey. And here is Joe Ferguson. Big Dodger right fielder. Side of blue ball is and hit a ball deep in the left center field his first time up. Boy, was he determined at that plate yesterday on that last out. He was really taking some risks. And Jim Hunter finally struck him out. Pitches a little high, a ball. Two and all to Ferguson. All draws to his flash to the side out to Lasorda, who gives it to Ferguson. I would doubt that he'd be taking here on two and all. The pitch started to go. He didn't like it. He took a strike, and it is two and one now. 
Ferguson with a big guy. Garvey at first. Not too big a lead. Gene Kenneth is holding against him there. Bad as pitch. Foul back. Two balls, two strikes. The Dodgers from top to bottom in their batting order have hitters in the lineup. They ended up with a team batting average of 272. Compare that with the Oakland A's team batting average of about 242. Dodgers led the National League in runs scored per game, averaging almost five runs a game. The A's were third in the American League, going almost four and a half a game. Curve very high, ball three. So now the runner at first base will take off here, and they may move Gene Pettis behind that runner at first with a 3-2 count. Gino yells to Vida Blue and tells him he will play behind the runner at first. He's going to take off anyway. Two down, a full count on Ferguson. Garvey takes his lead. He hits the second. Here's the pitch. It's hit up in the air. Deep in the right center field. Reggie Jackson is coasting over to his right. Plenty of room. He makes the catch, and that's all for the Dodgers in the third inning. After three innings of play in Los Angeles, the score in game two of the World Series, the Dodgers won in the A's nothing. Dodgers Stadium, Los Angeles. Monty Moore with Jim Simpson. Happy to have you with us wherever you might be listening at around the world today. Sal Bando against Don Sutton. First pitch is a breaking ball strike right on the knees. Sutton has walked only one man. He has allowed only one hit. The A's twice have had a runner as far as second base. The one pitch. Bando pops it up to the shortstop side. Ron Say, the third baseman, is backing up to call for it, and he makes the catch. One away in the fourth inning. Here's Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. He hit a fly ball down the line in left field first time up. Jackson's inability to bust loose and really run hard. Hurt the A's on that top fly ball hit for the single by Bill Russell. That ball landed in an area where Dick Green, the second baseman, normally would have had to play, though. Here's a pitch. Curve high, ball one. But that's another thing a running game can do for you. It can break up the infield and break up normal coverages with Green having to go to second base to cover. He was not able to turn and get over the foul line and make the catch on the foul ball on the fly ball that landed just there. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Jackson. Strike, it's called one and one. Sutton raises his leg, throws Jackson and he misses. One and two to count on Jackson. Here's the pitch. High foul ball back into the crowd. I think Sutton's fastball is underrated by what people had told the A's. They had said he didn't throw it that much and that it wasn't that good when he did, that he had thrown the ball by several batters here today. Of course, he kept them up with a curveball. But his fastball has been very live today. 
Here's his one and two pitch to Jackson. Popped it up off third base near the stands, and it is out of play right on top of the dugout. There's the dugout boxes. They have a row of box seats here at Dodger Stadium, which are unique. They are actually below the playing surface. And you look up at the game of baseball while sitting in those seats. It's a unique view of a baseball game. Over 2,700,000 watch the Dodgers play in the regular season this year. One of the most exciting Dodger teams of all time. Sutton Wines, here's his one and two pitch. Just missed with the slider down and in the Jackson. One out, fourth inning. Joe Rudy's on deck to follow Reggie Jackson, who is up for the count of two two now. Here's the pitch. Slider again, he missed with it, ball three. A full count on Jackson, three and two. You're guessing with Sutton, I think you'd have to guess breaking ball here. I don't think he'll give in to Jackson just to try to get it over. Here's the payoff pitch. There's a screwball. First time I've detected that he's thrown it today, and he missed with it for ball four. So Reggie Jackson no. is on. Boy, indeed, he didn't give in on it. You throw that pitch on a 3-2 count, you've got to figure that you're going to either get it over or Jackson will play it a bad pitch. Here's Joe Rudy. Just struck him out with a good live fastball in the second inning. The games in Oakland will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and dated Thursday night. They will start at 5.30 West Coast time. Jackson off first base, Sutton gives him a look, throws to Rudy, who swings and pops it foul into the crowd, just over the top of the A's dugout. And landed down just a little ways in front of an area where a lot of the A's players are sitting. Tom Sutton, a winner in the big leagues. He's never been a 20-game winner in one season, but he's had 17 several times, 19, 18, and has a winning record. 139 victories, 113 losses in his major league career. One strike count on Joe Rudy. Jackson draws the throw. Ready, here's the pitch. Hi, right, Yeager tries to take Jackson off first again, and throws his hair to the light. Yeager has taken a shot several times at Jackson at first base in this series. Now, when you have a catcher who can throw that well and is not afraid to throw behind the runner, it's going to make that runner hesitate a little bit about getting another couple of steps as the pitch goes to the plate. And it could mean the difference in a double play or not a double play are scoring on an extra base hit and not scoring. So a throwing catcher, just as important sometimes as holding a runner on and close as a pitcher with a good move. A turn and a throw back over to first base. 
Dodgers are not fully convinced that Jackson can't run. Sutton brings his hands together. The pitch to Rudy is a fastball inside, two and one. Well, it looks like low-scoring, low-hitting series coming up again this year, but did you know that in 1966, Baltimore swept the Dodgers in four straight, and only two runs were scored by the Dodgers in the four games. Another throw to first by Sutton. I think that was one of the most incredible pitching shows ever in a World Series. The last three victories were shutouts. 2-1 count on Rudy. Another throw to first base. Jackson was only off about three steps. Jackson did steal 25 bases this year, including 17 in a row at one time without being thrown out. 2-1 pitch. Rudy hits one high in the air to left field. Should be an easy play. Coming forward is Bill Buckner. Makes the catch. Jackson holds on at first. Here are two down. First baseman, Gene Tennis, walked his first time up. Dodgers lead 1-0. Steve Yeager, one-out single to left center field, drove in Ron Say, who had walked, and moved to third on a hit run for it. The pitch to Tennis, curve, strike, it's gone. From here, I couldn't tell, but he definitely had tennis frozen. After Bando pops up, Jackson walked on a 3-2 pitch. Rudy flying to left field, and now Sutton is ahead of Gene Tennis at 0-2. Sutton tennis. Here's the pitch. High fly ball foul off the left field side is going into souvenir country again. The A's have only one hit so far. They won the American League Championship game over Baltimore with only one hit. The 0-2. Nino hits it in the air to the shortstop side. Bay is calling for it now, and in foul ground up third, he makes the catch. The Dodgers stop the A's again, leaving a man on in the middle of the fourth inning. The score of the Dodgers, one of the A's nothing. I'm Jim Simpson with Monty Moore. It's one or nothing as we begin the Dodger fourth. The man that will lead it off is Ron Say, who walked on four pitches back in the second. Uh, Texas Ligger down the right field on by Russell sent in the third. And Steve Yeager hit the first pitch to left center field for a base hit. And scored today, and that's the only run of the game as we begin the fourth. Dodgers lead one nothing. Oakland won the first game of the series yesterday, 3-2. to two. And here's Monty. Say, Russell, and Yeager will be the first three batters for the Dodgers. so far in the game has walked two he has struck out four the Dodgers have three hits 
Rocking windup, throw, bouncing ball, hit the short. Campanaris has to take it on the second half. His throw to first is there in time, and Clay is out number one. Ryder Blue went to a low windup motion early this year when he was in a little bit of a slump just to sort of change things a little bit, and he stayed with it. Rather than the big windmill windup, which he used to use, just puts the ball in the glove and reach in and sort of turns and makes the throw now. Russell up now, and Reggie Jackson really shortens up in right field. Pitch is high, ball one. Paddock curls around and throws it, a fly ball to right field. Jackson has to back up. He's going back and still going back, and he's there and he's got it. So Russell made a bit to hit one over the drawn in outfielder's head. Fourth inning, and here's Jager. He certainly has gained the promise and admiration of everybody following the Oakland Ball Club. As very impressive catcher, he had two tough plays to make yesterday and made them. Breaking ball outside to him, ball one. Bendel crashed into him at the plate yesterday. Jaeger put on the classic tag. He blocked the plate. He had the baseball in his right hand down in his mitt. And when the collision was over, he held up the ball in his right bare hand in a triumphant gesture of a tag out. The climax, one of the great plays from the outfield maybe in World Series history. One ball and one strike. Bouncing ball hits the Bando. He takes it on the second hop. The throw to first is there in time. And... That's all for the Dodgers. We've gone through four innings. It's Los Angeles 1 and Oakland nothing. Well, the last of the fourth working to stay Russell and Yeager is by far and away Blue's most effective inning of pitching thus far. In the first card, that he shut them down in order. He got stay at Yeager on ground balls and Russell on a lazy blotter ride and he retired the side on just five pitches. So that's the best fighter has done in staying around that strike zone since he has walked a couple and has drawn a 3-2 count on many occasions. The man on the mound for the Dodgers has done even better. He's walked a couple, struck out five, and given up one base hit. A double to Campanaris on a 3-1 pitch back in the third. And it's Don Sutton of the Dodgers who leads by the blue and the A's one nothing as we begin the Oakland fifth. Bonnie? Sutton really won some big games for the Dodgers down the stretch. He not only won a lot of games, but big ones. He clinched the Western Division Championship for the Dodgers against Houston. He won two games in the playoffs against the Pirates. So they've handed the ball today to their ace of the staff. Dodgers, and it has not been talked very much about, lost one of the best pitchers in baseball. Tommy John had to have an arm operation this year. Ray Fossey's up, and Sutton starts him off with a pitch that misses outside 1-0. and Tommy John was the winningest pitcher in the major leagues when he came up with arm trouble. Had to have it operated on. Here's the 1-0 to Fossey. Frank call the slider. 1-1. Fossey, one of five strikeout victims by Sutton. His first time up. He's a pitch. Bouncing ball to the third baseman. Ron Say backs up. Takes a dirty hop. Throws the first. Good play. He got him. 
Cody Kubek of NBC was telling us how tough it is to play on this infield because unlike the artificial turf around baseball, it is, does not give you a true hop. And Ron Fay almost got eaten alive on a second hop off the hard ground up brick then and played it beautifully. And once he got it, he took his time. He knew Fossey wasn't a fast runner and threw him out at first base. Fine play by Dodgers third baseman Ron Fay. So there's one down on the fifth inning, and here's Dick Green, the open second baseman. He pops the first pitch up behind the plate. There's no play. Dodgers got a run in the second inning. Hanging on by that one run now. It's one nothing Los Angeles. Still one pitch. Curve breaking too far. It's one and one. Sutton's delivery inside of all. ball over the third baseman's head but foul for the high chopper off that hard dirt. The A's have not been back home in Oakland since they won the American League Championship. They left a week ago today and went into Baltimore to play in the series there. So there will be a civic welcome home gathering at the Oakland airport tonight for the A's will be arriving in Oakland at around 7 o'clock. Two counts to Green. Foul it back. The festivities will be at the cargo center at the Oakland Airport, not in the main terminal. And the airport people have asked us to make that clear to the people back in the Bay Area. The main terminal will not be where the A's come in. It'll be at the air cargo terminal. Two balls, two strikes to Dick Green. Swing and a roller foul off the third base side. Contrast to yesterday's game, the Dodgers had a lot going from the first inning yesterday. Getting a lot of hits, leaving a lot of men on base. Sutton's 2 2 pitch. Curve is over the plate, but it must have been a little high. The right arm of Bill Cuffle didn't come up. That one was close. You either have to be fooled or have mighty good eyes to take one like that on two strikes. Now the pitch. That's six strikeouts for the Dodger right-hander. And here's Lina Brew, the Oakland pitcher, who took a call third strike his first time up. Two out, fifth inning. We're approaching the halfway mark of the game. Oh, 
Boy, sometimes a hitter gets in a groove and he's hot for a long time. It's hard to get him out. Sutton has been in a groove as a pitcher for a mighty long time. There is a slider busted in there for a call strike to Vada. apparently has been in for the past couple of three months is one sooner to Catfish Hunter. Hunter at one time this year was 8-8 eight and eight for the Open A's. Ended up winning 15 of the next 17 games. Here's a pick of the Blues. That just barely misses somewhere. It's 2-1. Turn and look up. 
And then in the second inning, he was holding Say and had to go back, and Russell's Texas leader dropped behind him and in front of Jackson. Two out now in the fifth inning. And that'll bring up Bill Butcher. Struck out looking at a fastball in the first. And then Ryder Blue hung a curve to him in the third, and Buckner hit it a long way, and North had to go to the warning track to haul it in. Buckner's now three for seven in the series. Buckner, like Lopes, has speed, throws this one for left field, but Joe Rudy started in, and that's that hard, hard thing to do, judge that line drive, but he hauls it in. And Blue has the quick hitting, the run, hits the road. She's gone through five, and it's still Dodgers one, and A's nothing. Dodger Stadium and brilliant sunless skies. Dodgers are leading the Oakland A's 1-0. Dodgers with their ace, Don Sutton, going, trying to even up this World Series before they go back up north in California to Oakland for the next three nights. Caballeros leads off in the confidence race. Once again, here's Jim Simpson. And Caffey's having a fine series thus far. He is two for four. Two sacrifice bunts, including a squeeze bunt that got Holtzman home yesterday. He has the only hit against Sutton in this game, a double and a 3-1 count. This pitch from Sutton is inside ball one. Cavanaugh has doubled down the line, a hard hit ball. And then Russell made a great play on Billy North's rounders to throw him out to end that third inning. And that's as close as he's really come to challenge Tennis did walk at the second and went down to the second base on a wild pitch. Missing again Sutton, it's now 2-0. Say in near the edge of the grass at third. Cavanaugh has all that speed, 34 stolen bases this year. Sutton throws, and as a ground ball, just foul, and I mean just foul, but right there was Andy Olsen of the National League straddling the line behind the bag at third, and he called it foul. From many places in this ballpark, I'm sure many people thought it might have been fair. Olsen was straddling the line, and of course behind him to back him up was Ron Luciano of the American League, down the line and left. But two balls, one strike to Caminero. Sutton ready and throws, and it's fouled away, upstairs, off to the right. Jim, that positioning of the National League umpire third is different from the American League umpire positioning too. American League umpires always stand in foul territory when they're first or third base umpires. They never get into fair territory before the ball's hit. And, for example, the American League umpire second is playing on the outfield side of second base, whereas the National League umpire plays on the infield side. Two balls, two strikes. Campanero is playing for the breaking pitch and strike out. Number eight for Sutton. That'll bring up Billy North, who's 0 for 2 and 0 for 4 in the series. Speaking of the positioning of the umpire second baseman in the National League, Maury Wills will do my work, and he's sold 104 bases. Great base to it figures that the American League umpire has got the better shot of who's there first, being on the outfield side as opposed to be on the infield and turning around and taking a look because he said most of the people will slide away from the bag toward right field and he got a better shot from the outfield looking into the bag on fourth place. Unintentionally grounded, picked up by Lopes, underhands at the first base and North is the second out of the sixth. Now has retired the last six men in a row. Here's Vando, who has fouled up at the shortstop and popped up to the third baseman. Dodgers lead it by one. That run scoring in the second inning on a walk 
a Texas League single and a line drive single by Yeager to drive in Shea with the only run of the ball game. They play Van Oost way around to the left and very deep. Pitches outside to him, ball one. Jimmy Wynn has swung way around in center field toward the left side. Vando's home run. Won one playoff championship game, and then he scored twice to win the last one to send the A's on to the third consecutive World Series. Down low, and something's behind Vando, 2-0. And Vando takes a look at Bobby Winkles, the coach of third base. Sutton, the right-hander, throws, and Vando swings. Already got a breaking pitch from Sutton, and it's good one. Well, I say pitching settles a short series. We sure have seen some pitching, haven't we? In the two games thus far, good one pitches drilled for left field. Buckner's there for the line drive, and one hands it. And again, Sutton puts them down in order. Couple runs hit Carreras and none left. And it's on to the top of the sixth, and the Dodgers lead the eighth, one to nothing. Remember that?
Brown ball up the middle. Campanella goes behind second base. Goes on the dead run and safe. Bobby beats out another one. Great play by Campanella. And had Darby been out. What about a superior play? Here's Ferguson, who's fly to north and deep center field and to right. And very quickly out. Tennis made the stretch there, and Friday Blue came over to see if he's all right. The trainer is out there with him. Joe Romo, Alvin Dark looking on. Tennis is standing there as Romo, the trainer, works on him. Well, you know, we are getting a little bit of feedback from our transistor radios here in Dodger Stadium because Dodgers and their fans always bring transistors here to listen to the broadcast. And I can shake them up a little bit here today at Dodger Stadium, Monty. At the end of the third quarter, the Los Angeles Rams 3, the Green Bay Packers 10. That's how you shake them up a little bit. <laughs> Tennis remains in the ballgame. Dark and Trainer Joe Romo walk back to the dugout. Over five thus far in the series, but he really ripped one in the second, driving north to the warning track. Garvey, not a great stretch to go as the first base, and the breaking pitch is up high to put the ball up. He looks down to Tom Lasorda. You know, the game is one to nothing. There's been no real plays at the plate in this game. Hayes are now moving Jackson way over toward right center field against Ferguson. He's too far to the right. The fighting is a full hitter. This pitch misses is ball two. But my point is that on nearly every pitch, whether the people on base or not, you'll find the batter steps out, look to the coach. The coach is looking in the dugout to the manager. They're playing every pitch. Do it all to Ferguson. The wind is blowing out. More probably called it a mile three. It's going out for center field. Fastball. In the inside corner of the plate. Under the hands of Ferguson is the strike. Dodgers have four hits thus far. One of them a Texas leaker, and two of them gloved by Campanaris. A so well placed he could not make the play in time.
Ferguson was the man who threw up Mando yesterday. Ferguson was the man who, with a home run yesterday, could have tied up the game with two out and went down swinging. And Ferguson is the man who has unloaded a tremendous home run to center field to give the Dodgers now a 3 to nothing lead. And the series is only a game and a half old. Here's Reggie Jackson. He has walked once today and tied the left. Yesterday's home run is only hit of the series. was also hit the left field. Ball one to Jackson. Reggie's doubled the score run. The only base hit the A's had in the final game of the championships was to the opposite field. Off the wall. Strike called on the inside corner. Jackson turns and says if he works. Done by Bill Kunkel. One ball, one strike as we begin the Oakland 7th. Temperature a little bit warmer today than yesterday. But the Bulls have gotten into the 80s. It doesn't feel like it. The Bonnie now sitting in the shade. Sutton, the right-hander, throws. And it's breaking pitch down low. Two balls, one strike. Don Sutton has given up but one base hit. A 3-1 pitch that Kampner drilled for a double into the left field corner back in the third. That and a couple of walks. It's been his only mistake. He hasn't made many, and he'll have to make a lot if the A's are to get back into this ballgame. Sutton has looked superb. Base hit by Jackson to right center field. Jackson can still swing that back, even though he cannot run because of the full hamstring. Now Joe Rudy struck out swinging, looking at a fastball of the second and fly to left in the fourth. And Rudy now is two for six in the series, and a very dangerous hitter. And had 22 home runs and 99 RBIs during the regular season. So the A's, who have a way, as we said, of scrambling back, are trying to scramble back here in the seventh inning as Jackson leads off of the base hit. But now working from the stretch on deck is Gene Cunningham. Strike at the knees to Rudy. Sutton. In this inning, is facing much of the home run power of the A's. Gave up a single to Jackson. Rudy hit 22, and Tennis on deck hit 26. But remember Sutton, when he shut out the Pirates, as a matter of fact, beat him twice, allowing only a run in those two. Games was hitting the, was beating the leading team. There's a ground ball for shortstop. Could be double play. Russell, Lope, back to first base. It's high and it's safe. Beats the throw. Jackson out of second base. That'll bring up Tennant. Started to say that the Pittsburgh Pirates led the National League in hitting this year, and Tom Sutton set them down with only a home run to start with. So you know the kind of pitcher he is. Plus the fact he's won his last 11 in a row and 15 of his last 16. Dodgers lead by three. Rudy on at first with one out in the seventh. Breaking ball misses. Matter of fact, talking to Don Sutton after the game, the first game in which he shut out the Pirates, we knew that he didn't look at the scouting report of the Pirates. He faced them before. Pitch on the outside corner for a strike, but we did ask him about it. And he said, well, the team bus left at 10 o'clock. I didn't wake up till 10.45. I got here in time to start my warming warm-ups, and that was about it. Foul to the screen by Tennant. 
Mike Marshall is up and throwing in the bullpen for the Dodgers. In more than 100 games during the regular season. Adam Murphy appeared yesterday. So Walter Olsen's going to make sure that there's no slip here, that Marshall will be ready should Sutton get in trouble. One ball, two strikes. Ground ball back to Sutton. Here's on the second base to Lopes. Lopes back to first base, and there's the double play. Davey Lowe, who has hit in the series, he is 0 for 8. 
And yet his speed yesterday caused half an hour to hurry his throw, allowing him to reach first base safely, and he scored all the way from first base on a drive to ride of a fumble by Reggie Jackson. Now they got the bullpen going. And Jim, that's John Odell. He's throwing hard. I've been watching him. He's throwing very hard right now. Right along the side of him is Paul Lindblad, a left-hander. One out, floats the batter. Drive down the right field line. Jackson glasses down, watching it as it just does drift foul. Wow. Jackson looked like he lost it. He wasn't moving for it at all. And it was fouled by just a couple of feet all the way down to the 330 mark at the foul line. Reggie started very slowly and hesitantly, and now we can see him spreading his palms as he looks in for the infield like, I didn't see it. It did not leave the ballpark. It would have been catchable, but he couldn't get to it. So low for the light. The strike one count. Breaking pitch in under the hand. Too far inside the ropes and a corner mark. have a couple of pitchers going in their bulls, and we can only see the catchers, not the pitchers, but two of them are just wrong. Another breaking pitch. This is outside. Ooh, abandonment fastball here. Two and one. Bossy goes out to say something. As we're short of the third base coach yells in to low. Dodgers have their three runs on six hits to no errors. Oakland has no runs. Nobody's got as far as third base. Two hits and no errors. Big lead off second base. There's the fastball, and it's drilled again down the right field line, but this one is well deep and foul. Wow, is now throwing along with Marshall for the Dodgers. Doug was thought to be a possible starter in this series, but it will be Al Downing on Tuesday night against Jim Captain Hunter, who surprised most people by coming into pitch to one batter in relief yesterday. That ball inside and high, and it's three and two. Blue throws the fastball, drilled up for right center field. Billy Dawes on his way over toward the warning track. He's at the warning track and one hands it. Jaeger tags up and moves on to third base after the catch. On drive off little baby Logan. The fifth off man did hit 10 home runs during the year. And that'll bring up Bill Buckner. A hitless today. All for three. Two for eight of the series. yesterday, along with Captain Shutter and Don't Fault, Annie Messerschmitt. Two out, the Dodgers have a man at third. Buster can handle the bat. Squares around, bounce it on the first pitch to Dick Green at second. Easy chance. And Blue and the A's are out of the inning. No one on one base hit. No errors, and Jaeger left at third base. At the end of seven, Dodgers three, A's nothing. With Monty Moore, Jim Simpson back in Oakland, we began the A's, and Alvin Dark is beginning to make the move. 
He has set up Jesus Alou to bat for Ray Foster here in the eighth inning. And on deck is Fordell Washington, who will bat for Dick Green, the second baseman. Time is running out on the eighth in this second game, and they're down three to nothing to the Dodgers. Alou, of course, long-time National Leaguer, has been done something many times before. Lou's a right-handed batter, big man, but does not necessarily hit for power. Sprays the ball to all fields. One of the most nervous men up at the plate you've ever seen. Jerks his head around and his bat. Takes ball one from Sutton. Always looks as though something's wrong with Jesus' neck. He holds his head way back before he's trying to get rid of the pain. Puts his foot in the bucket and swings on a Sutton curveball and misses. And it's one ball, one strike. Oakland goes home tonight. The Dodgers will fly up to Oakland tomorrow. We resume on Tuesday. Sutton comes back with another pitch that's inside and it's 2 to 1 to a loose. Bono Washington, who will practically be going home when he goes up to Oakland, standing on deck. A 2 1 pitch from Sutton. Shows him the breaking ball. Foul tips at the plate. 2 and 2. Matter of fact, you can correct me, Monty Moore. Thought L. Washington a year ago wasn't... Two years ago wasn't even in baseball, was he? How many years ago? Yeah, that's right, Jimmy. He's had two minor league seasons, not even two full ones. He had one full one, and then with uh, the Birmingham ball club early this year, got called up in July. But the last couple of years, he's been sitting in the stands and open watching the World Series as a kid. Incredible story. Fastball, and he has the lose. Fool. He's pointing to misses, and Jaeger drops the ball, then tacks him, and then pulls him out anyway. That's strikeout number nine for Don Sutton. He's trying to win a game for the Dodgers to tie the series of the game all. And if he does, he will have won his 16th game in his last 17 decisions and will have won his 12th in a row. Now, Cordell Washington remains standing and Jim Holt, who batted yesterday as a pinch hitter, 234 here during the regular season, comes up again. Oh. Yesterday came up in the ninth inning with two men on and one out and popped up to Russell, the shortstop. Dodgers three, Oakland nothing in the top of the eighth. The shadows now have begun to creep across Dodgers Stadium from behind home plate. They've almost reached home plate at the moment. Sutton throws a pitch up high to Holt. Lotto Washington remains on deck. We as Odom continues to throw, probably have seen the last of White of Blue. They will hold judgment to see what happens. They play Holt the other way. Not a long ball hitter. Sutton ready and throws and misses inside. It's ball two to Holt. Looks down to Bobby Winkles to see whether or not it's 2 0 ahead of Sutton. Should he swing or should he take? Hayes now on the base runner and runs. He's taking all the way and it's 3 0 hide inside. During the regular season, Sutton started 40 times and finished only 10 times. Balls, no strikes. You know Holt's there to take now, and there's a strike at the knee. Let's see if the take on is still on. Holt awaits the flashing of the signs by Winkles, and now steps in. And he's taking all the way, and he's got strike two. Three and two to Holt. 
bullpens continue busy. Sudden into the windup and throws, and the ball is popped up foul. Questionable whether or not it'll be playable. It will not be. It'll fall into the seats about four rows deep. Count remains three and two. tomorrow will work out at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum at noon. The Dodgers are flying up tomorrow. We'll work out at 5 in the afternoon. And then Tuesday, late in the afternoon, early evening, we begin again with Game 3 of the World Series right here on NBC. 3 and 2 the count with one out and the whole swings and foul tips. Darryl Knoll has now begun to throw. Out of the bullpen for the open eight. Dodgers up by three with one out of the eight. The three-two pitch is popped up again and foul back toward us. There have been 15 previous World Series games dating back over the last three years. And this is the 16th game that the Oakland A's have been in and the 16th game in a row that their starter has not been around at the finish. Three-two count, Jaeger. Out of play for the moment. Just his glasses, now. Puts the mask back on and is ready for the 3-2 count again. 3-2 holders fouled off the last two pitches. Sutton is ready and throws and it's popped up and fouled again. Again behind the plate and again it'll be out of play and into the seat. Lauderdale Washington remains in the on-deck circle, swinging that bat hoping that Holt gets on. Sutton into the lineup and throws, and there's a base hit. The right field. Holt hung in there, fouling off three pitches before coming up with a third base hit. Now Maxwell is going to run for Holt. He comes on there. As Porter Washington will come up. Washington, the youngster, hit 285. Not a home run here. 19 RBI. So Mata Blue is all through. In this game of the World Series, at least. Blue worked seven full innings, gave up all three runs, including the two-run homer to Ferguson. Six hits, struck out five, and walked two. Waddell Washington takes the strike at the knees. Waddell is a young man who broke up the victory scheme for Gaylord Curry, the Cleveland Indians. Wasn't even aware who was the pitcher out of the mound. Youngster new to the major league. Dangerous hitter. Swings and misses the breaking pitch, and Jaeger has the ball pop out of his glove and fights to keep it in front of him. Holding Maxwell on at first base. Two strikes to Washington. Here, barring a long inning, at least 
The A's will be able to give it their best shot in the ninth inning. They'll be back to the top of the batting order at least. Breaking pitch just missed. One ball, two strikes. Washington lost it all away, and it was very close. And at the moment, Washington had an 0-2 count on it. Sutton rubbing up the baseball. Breeze is sprung up, but this time it's changed direction a little bit, going toward left. Washington is a left-handed batter. Sutton ready and throws, and this is hit off to the left, but out of play behind third base in the seat. Al Downing for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Jim Catfish Hunter for the Oakland A's, and we resume in game three, Tuesday evening, from Oakland, California. A's now strapping to get back in this ball game. They're down by three, and we're in the eighth inning, and there's a foul tip to the screen. Washington just got a little piece of that ball. Go one and two. 55,989 are here today, and that's 15 more than showed up yesterday, and that was a record then. to Maxwell with the leadoff. There's a ground ball in the hole. Base hit. Maxwell is on his way to second base. will stop there at first and all oh, they know his arm. It was a very shallow hit ball anyway. But he wasn't going to test the arm of Joe Ferguson. And now Walter Olsen is coming out. And after striking out a loo, Sutton has given up base hits to Jim Holt and Carter Washington. As the pinch hitting Power for the Oakland A's. In evidence here in the eighth. They're back to the wall. With two on, that means Cavadero coming to bat represents the tying run. And so Walter Austin may have seen enough of Don Sutton, who has certainly done the job here this afternoon, along with four hits and no runs, and nobody yet has gotten as far as third base. Austin is walking off the mound, and Sutton is going to stay in the game. A's were shut out 11 times. 152 games this year. And Dick Mosman, a no-hitter against him once. Not a hitting team for average, but they managed to score enough runs to beat you most of the time. Campanaris, one for three today. He has a double off sudden stepping in there, and the pitch is outside. Matter of fact, someone described the A's in the paper this morning as like being a golf expert. If they got to shoot for a 69 to beat you, if they do, if an 85 will beat you, they'll shoot an 85. One and over the count. The Campanera. Campy fouls it out of play, and it's one and one. Off to the right. Campanera yesterday, leading off in this ball game, drove wind deep to the warning track. And he doubled in the left field corner today. So he can swing the bat with authority even though his season average shows just two home runs at 19 in one year. Down is one and one. Maxwell down at second, Washington on at first, and there's a ground ball foul behind the plate. And Sutton's ahead of Campanaris. On deck is Bill North. Jerry Adair walks over to say something to runner Washington at first base. Steps on after looking back to the runner Maxwell. Now here's the Diego. 
and steps off and pushes him off. One ball, two strikes. Ground ball toward the hole. Russell there comes up with it. Bubbles the ball everybody's face. Russell looks to third. Was going to make the double play to second. Had to play in front of him at third base. And in the moment of indecision, bobbles the ball. He has 39 errors during the regular season. He is a converted outfielder and came up with an error. And here the A's are again. They've got the bases loaded. For the first time today, they've got a man over as far as third base. So Maxwell is at third. Washington at second. Campanaris is at first with one out and Bill North 0 for 5 in the series coming up. North has great speed, difficult to double, but it's not a long ball press. We're dropping the Dodgers and we're in the top of the eighth and the A's are stopping back. Sutton throws way high to North. Anytime you see a pitcher get the ball up, you begin to worry. Blue kept getting the ball up to the tough Dodger hitters and finally got it up too far to Ferguson and he pounded it out of here more than 400 feet away. Cutting back and there's a ground ball foul down the third base line. And it's one and one to Billy North. He himself played in the National League with the Chicago Cubs a few years back. One and one to count. Sutton has slowed down his Tempo, a great deal, taking a lot more time now with three men on, and he is in trouble for the moment. 1-1 one, one pitch is again high with a fastball, and 2-1. And Dodgers want this game. Dodgers depended on getting this game, starting their eighth. Don Sutton today, figuring also that Messersmith had enough to win it yesterday. No team has ever lost the first two at home and then gone on to win a series. Dodgers haven't lost this one. They're leading by three. But that possibility was talked about a great deal before the game began. The 2-1 pitch is popped up foul back toward us. And it's 2-2. Two and two. The North. A's are hoping at the very least to get out of this without a double play because waiting on deck is Sal Bando. And the Los Angeles crowd has had enough bad news for today because Green Bay has upset the Rams 17-6. And if the roof falls here in the eighth inning, it's going to be a bad day in Los Angeles, California. Singer brushes off the pitch again. And now time is thrown. When a Dodger brushes off above the waist, he's telling his catcher to add one to what he's called for. When he does brushes off below the waist, he's telling him to subtract. In other words, he can put down two for a curve below when he subtracted the one, a fastball. Throws him a change, the ball is popped up foul and back into the seats again. Two and two. So Sutton and the Dodger pitchers will brush off above the belt or below the belt, saying add one to your call or subtract one. Dodgers free. Oakland nothing. Oakland with the bases loaded. 2-2 two -two count. One out in the eighth. Off the switch hitter batting left-hander against the right-hander Sutton. And that's low. Looking down. Did he go around? And a third base umpire who is a National League umpire. Andy Olsen said no. He did not go around. So it's all the way. 3-2 with one out. 
Zegba hits at that belt, touches the brim of his cap, stares down, and now looks in for the time. And brushes it off. Now ready. Now throws. Brown ball up the middle. Russell there. Throws the second. Throws the first. Got it. Robbie picks it out of the dirt. Russell almost threw it away. But they come up with a double play. And on that, I could it off. That's tough to do. No one. Two One to Gary. And two that left drawn. We go to the last of the eight. Dodgers three. Oakland nothing. Well, back at Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers ran off the field and went over to the dugout to shake hands with Steve Garvey. He really made a tremendously big play for the Dodgers because Russell's throw to first base was on the right field side and it was in the dirt. Garvey had to backhand the ball, keep his foot on the bag to get us beating Billy North. And Russell at second base looked for a while as if he didn't know whether to toss the ball or loop or to go to the bag himself. He was playing up the middle. He got to the bag, stepped on second, and threw to first and almost threw the ball away. And had he have done that, the A's would have had a man in and another one as far as third base. So Steve Garvey made the big defensive play of the afternoon right there. The A's now have several changes. It's Larry Haney coming in to catch for Oakland. Now Maxfield, who went in as a pitch runner, goes to second base. The A's have Waddell Washington in center field now. Billy North is out of the ballgame. Bonnie, Billy North went out to take his position. Waddell Washington went out there. North came back, and here we go again. North threw his glove when he hit the dirt in front of the open dugout and then took off his hat and threw that too. He is out of the game after grounding into the double play. Well, he probably doesn't realize why he was out, why he was taken out at this time. I would imagine that Alvin Dark is putting these new players in has shifted the lineup a little bit, and since Billy North was the last man to bat, they're able to get somebody else in the batting order, and we'll find out what that order will be, but Larry Haney, the new catcher, is in. John Odom has more than likely gone into the batting order in Billy North's spot. Well, somebody better tell Billy that, because he didn't think too much of it when he came out. We're in the last of the eighth inning. And Jim Webb, he got a home run in the ninth inning yesterday, but has walked and struck out twice today, will lead it off to be followed by Garvey, who made a game-saving catch for Hat when he dug out that erratic throw of Russell's at first base for the double play. Now, Russell, when he got the ball, looked to second base. You could see him think to himself, you don't want more than the minimum amount of people to handle the ball. So he, th he was thinking of tossing the ball to Lopes, then thought better of it, ran to second base, and by that time, North, with all that speed, had an extra step going for it first, and Russell heard his throw, and Garvey dug it out. Three to nothing to Dodgers, last of the eighth, and Blue Moon Odom, the pitcher. The base, Jim Wynn. Odom, the right-hander, throws the strike. Dodgers three runs, six hits, that error that... Did not hurt them. Oakland, no runs, four hits, and no errors, and only one real threat. And that was in the top of this inning when they had the bases loaded, thanks to a couple of hits and an error, and only one out. Odom back again with that exaggerated windup of his and throws inside. One ball, one strike to Jim Wynn. This is Blumen Odom's fifth World Series game. He's lost his only decision. Swing and a miss by Wynn. And it's one and two. During the regular season, Odom got in 34 games. 
and his one loss record and his earned run average were not good. He won one, lost five, earned run average, and a relief pitcher, remember, 3.81. Autumn back to throw one, two. Breaking ball misses outside, and it's two and two to win. Leadoff batter in the last of the eighth. The A's have one more chance, and it'll be Bando, Jackson, and Rudy in the ninth. It's Odom's job to hold the Dodgers here in the eighth. Swinging, Wynn tried to check up on an inside pitch. He knew that he did not check up on it. Says a few words to Bill Kunkel, but he is a strikeout victim number one, and that's the third straight time that Jim Wynn has struck out today. The breaking pitch inside, and Wynn started and then wanted to hold up and just no way could he. Garvey today popped out and has two infield hits off the glove of Campanero. Garvey has four hits in the series in eight attempts. That's 500. And he has made a game-saving play, perhaps. We say that because who knows what would have happened. But he made a great play today at digging the throw out of Russell in the top of this inning. Autumn throws. Missing outside. Ball one. Dodger crop again grows flat. As Odom is back to throw, and Garvey waves at this one, and that's strike one. Again, a hesitant swing against the breaking pitch of Odom. One ball, one strike. Another breaking pitch, and another swing and a miss, and it's one and two. Garvey waits, and so does Odom, and Garvey got tired of waiting and stepped out on it. Now steps back in. And the one-two pitch from Odom, and he strikes him out. He has struck out two men in a row, and apparently that sprained ankle, Monty, is all right. John told me before the game today that he was definitely ready to pitch, and he knew he was going to have to prove it to them, and I was watching him very closely in the bullpen as he warmed up. He started off very cautiously, and then started throwing harder and harder, and he was looking real good in the bullpen. Joe Ferguson gets a big hand, and well, he might. After the throw he made yesterday, after battling Hunter yesterday as the game ended, and for a two-run blast in the sixth today off Vita Blue, that cleared the center field wall, and by 20. Ferguson, the big right-hander, facing the right-hander Odom, takes a strike. Odom is throwing nearly nothing but strikes, and fooled both Wynn and Garvey, who went down swinging. John into his lineup again and throws a fastball that misses inside and low. One ball, one strike. Monty made the remark yesterday, and I'll repeat it today. The Dodgers, there aren't too many catchers around, really, when you go through all of the teams of both leagues. The Dodgers have two excellent catchers in Ferguson today playing right and Steve Yeager. They are blessed. And Odom took something off that pitch, and Ferguson was way out in front of it, and it's one ball, two strikes. Well, if the A's get nothing else out of this game today, if they lose the game, at least they have the right to know that Odom is available to pitch. He has looked very good here against Wynn and Garvey, and now he's ahead of Ferguson. One ball, two strikes. That one is blown away, blocked by Haney, the new catcher, and it's two and two.
Al Downing scheduled to go to evening in Game 3 against Jim Catfish Hunter as this World Series switches from Southern California to the Bay Area of Northern California. 2-2, two, two, two out, and that pitch just misses. Odom strides off the mound. It's 3-2. and two. All the way to Ferguson. Fans want to see their favorite Joe do something here on 3-2. Autumn is ready and throws to something off. It's too high, and he has walked Ferguson on the 3-2 count. And that'll bring up the Penguin, Ron Say. But Boston scored and grounded out and fouled out. On a game in Chicago's Wrigley Field earlier this summer, NBC Television put a microphone on Tom LaSorte, the third-base coach. The Dodgers were well down to the Cubs at the time in the late innings. They had been on base, and Lasorda was heard to mumble, mumble, if they throw him a last pass, low fastball, he'll hit it out of here. They threw him a low fastball on the next pitch, and he hit it out of there. Save has fine power, 18 home runs, 97 RBIs. Dodgers are loaded from top to bottom. Ferguson short lead off first base. Odom throws and misses outside. Ball one. Dodgers lead it, 3-0, last of the eighth. Autumn back and swing and a miss by Say, it's one and one. On deck is Bill Russell. Shadows have now extended past home plate all the way up to the pitcher's mound. Odom is standing in the beautiful Los Angeles sunshine. Say is in the shade. One ball, one strike. And Odom ready. Throwing and just misses. Two and one. Lasora clapping it up, looking into Walt Austin in the dugout. Two balls, one strike, two out. Ferguson at first base. Odom throwing, and it's way high, and it's three and one. They will again take a look down to Lasorda. Lasorda's already looking into Austin. Does he give the Penguin the sign to swing on three and one? With Russell on deck, two out. Whatever that sign is, they has to him steps back in. Autumn glances back at Ferguson, now steps off the bluffing back. He's running on 3-1, and it's safe at second base. Ferguson was running on 3-1, and Say never offered it the pitch, which was a strike, and Ferguson steals second base. And a count of 3-2. And that sends me hustling to the statistics which show that Ferguson score, uh, stole only two bases all season long. He's having quite a series. At the bat, on the bases, 3-2, big lead off second base, and the ball is hit high to short left field. Out goes Campanaris, in comes Rudy, waving off Campanaris, and has it for the third out. So no runs, 
no hit, no errors, and Ferguson left at second base. The A's have one more chance as we go to the top of the ninth. The Dodgers lead three to nothing. At Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles, the Oakland A's are down to their last three outs of the ball game. They'll have to do a lot with three outs to win this one. Don Sutton has been superb with only one shaky inning, really. And that was the eighth when two A's pinch hitters crawled off the bench and got singles to keep an inning going. An error loaded them up. But then the double play changed it all. But the ninth, here's Jimson. Tonight's inning, it'll be Sal Bando, Reggie Jackson, and Joe Rudy, home run hitters all against Don Sutton, who set them down without a run thus far and only four hits. And the first pitch hits Sal Bando. So Bando is hit by the pitch on the left shoulder and goes for first base. In the last 32 innings plus of pitching, Don Sutton has allowed one run. That's why Willie Stargell a home run on Wednesday. Joe Romo, the trainer, going out to take a look at Bando's left shoulder that was hit by the pitch. I televised a game, Monty, in which Sutton shut up the Pirates by the same score, 3 to nothing a week ago yesterday. I didn't see the other game because it was in the American League Championship then, but my point is... This is the 18th inning that I've seen Don Sutton pitch, but I haven't seen anybody score off him yet. <laughs> the way he's pitching, it's certainly not surprising. He's been in complete control of the ball game from the first almost, just moving the ball around. Not an overpowering pitcher, but certainly a pleasure to watch. He's a little bit like Jim Hunter in one respect. If Don Sutton should complete this game, he'll be the first since the 1971 series when Steve blasted it to pitch a complete game in World Series play. Throws a strike on a breaking pitch to Jackson. Jackson, one for two today, plus a walk, had a home run yesterday, and two for five in the series. He was the MVP in last year's series. Hurt the year before in top play. Going what proved to be the winning run in a championship game in a series with Detroit. That was two years ago. Came back last year after having watched the 72 series on crutches to be the most valuable player. Ground ball pass day on a check swing at third base. Didn't mean to do that, and on the third base goes Sal Bando, and down to second base goes Jackson with a double. So the tying run and Joe Rudy will be coming to the plate with Gene Pettis behind him. Now they say that the A's find a way. This is far from over. But Sutton hit Bando, and then Jackson tried to check his swing to get out of the way, bounced it past Fay, who was pulled over towards second base, and legged it into a double. So runners are second and third with none out. And every man that comes to the bat from now on represents the tying run. And Rudy and Tennis are home run hitters. And Walter Austin is out. And this might be the spot again for Mike Marshall. But Jackson hardly really slugged Don Sutton with that. He was backing out of the box. The ball glanced off his bat. Over such velocity, it downed past say, at third base. They've just made the sign, Jim. They're going to bring in another pitcher and... I don't think people have to guess too long what pitcher that's going to be. Well, Don Sutton, I believe, was showing signs of tiredness in the eighth inning. And uh, then here in the ninth inning, the first pitch, the fastball that he's been getting away from Sal Bando. He looked like he's trying to crowd him with it, and it just got away from him. And came and hit Bando on the shoulder, and from little stones, big buildings are built. And that little start where Sal Bando was in on the shoulder, then Reggie Jackson, a check swing bouncer to the left side. And put the pressure on. The broadcasting the A's, Jim, for the last 13 years, 
uh, particularly the last three or four, though, we've had kind of a saying around Oakland that the A's don't win them easy and they don't lose them easy. It just seems that that always in the ninth inning, they get something going. Here's a great standing ovation for our great pitcher, Don Sutton, coming out of the ballgame. And so now, Monty, we will not have a complete game. The last was Steve Black. You know, he got the controversy talking to the baseball people about Mark Markle. Everybody knows that it's a screwball pitcher. Well, a screwball is a ball that your right-handed batter will come down and duck in toward it. But Mike Marshall, they say, throws another kind of screwball that goes away. Well, all the baseball men I know, including myself, said, how can a man throw a screwball which ducks down and into a right-handed batter and away from a left-handed batter, throw one that goes into a left-handed batter or away from a right-handed batter? And Jim Brewer, another Dodger bullpen pitcher, was standing and said, I don't know how he does it. And I know it's impossible, but he does it. So supposedly, he throws two different kinds of screwballs. Whereas baseball figures, there's only one kind of screwball. The other has to be a curve of some sort. But in any event, Mike Marshall had more than 100 games during the regular season, and he was in yesterday, of course. Pitching in the ninth yesterday, giving up one hit, striking out one, is back again. And he will be facing the tying run at the plate. On third base is Sal Bando, after being hit by the pitch. On second base, Reggie Jackson. Marshall pitched 208 innings as a relief pitcher. Gave up nine home runs in 200 innings. So you know how difficult that is. Down at second base, Reggie Jackson and Davey Lope are having a conversation. Well, this is the 109th game for Mike Marshall this year, including playoffs. And yesterday's World Series. All right, Rudy is ready, but we tell you again that Marshall does not give up the home run easily, only begrudgingly. But we have Joe Rudy, who hit 22 during the regular season, Gene Pennant, who hit 26. Rudy up there to swing away, or remember he tried to punt his way on yesterday. Might try anything, and is swinging at the first hit. Strike one. Deck is tennis. Our score is three to nothing. We have none out in the top of the ninth. Marshall, the right-hander, the student, the professor. Throws. Line drive, base hit. Two runs will score, and it is three to two as Rudy comes and gets the base hit off Marshall, and the A's with none out of right back in the ball game with a tying run on at first base. And Reggie Jackson may have a full hamstring muscle, but you should have seen him fly home from second base on that base hit. Now tennis is up. It's three to two, and the A's come scrambling back. And when the situation such as this, you got to start thinking about Herb Washington possibly coming into a ball game. The A's are down by only one, and he's the A's designated steamer, they call him. And if he comes in here, it'll be one of the biggest tests he's had all year. Kind of swings and fouls as Angel Manguel comes out to the on-deck circle. Washington up in the dugout. Tennis was standing off away from the plate, looking in there, sort of expecting that they might pinch run for Rudy here, but 
They might do that after he gets his scoring position. Strike one is the count. The tennis. Rudy short lead off first base being held by Garvey. Pitches down low. And it's one and one. Well, it seemed like a loss for Don Sutton and the Dodgers. Three to nothing starting the ninth inning. Sutton will become the first pitcher since Steve Blass in 1971 to complete a series game. Dodgers to tied at a game apiece. May yet happen, but then Sutton hit Bando. Gave up the check swing double to Jackson. That brought on Mike Marshall. Rudy greeted him with a single, and all of a sudden it's three to two, and the game is in doubt. One ball, one strike, and there's a strike at the knees. The tennis. One and two. Marshall gets ahead of Dean Tennis. He's had one hit in five official trips. He sacrificed once and walked once in this World Series. Marshall glances over at Rudy, who can run the bases, but is not a speedster. And Al throws, and man, he's stuck in on clean. Picks something off that breaking ball, and Dennis is way out in front. Marshall gets the strikeout, and there's one out. And Alvin Dark is coming out to check as Manguel walks up. The bat. Manguel, you know about him, Monty, and you know about his heroic late in the 72 season. Yes, he got a winning hit against Cincinnati at Oakland in one of the most dramatic moments I've ever seen at the Oakland Coliseum. He can hit with power to right center field. And he has played very little this year, really, but in a streak. He can be an awfully good hitter. I don't know what he'll do against somebody like Mike Marshall, but he does have real good power. He'll swing at bad pitches once in a while, but he hits those pitches. Well, now Bill North knows exactly why he was taken out of the ballgame for Toronto Washington, because Odom was inserted in this number seven spot and allowed Manguel to bat. And now it looks like Herb Washington, with one out, is going to come out, and that means Rudy will come out of the game because... If anything, they don't want to double play that erase their chances back in the eighth inning. And Washington can really run. He also, of course, the man who represents the tying run and might be able to provide a steal on his own. And before the game, the first game, Jaeger and Washington had a few words, Monty, not to each other, but through other people. Jaeger said, let him try to steal on me. And Washington said... Let the situation come up and let's see what happens. Well, I think it came about this way, Jim. Uh, Yeager got over to third yesterday and said, Sal Bando said something to him about that being a great throw you made the second today. And he said, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till Washington gets in. Well, he stole 29 bases during the regular season. Sprint star at Michigan State. And he is on first base right now. He is the designated runner. The first that I can recall in all of baseball history. Hard to do one thing. Adam Lewis is much the same, but Washington never played baseball before. The score is three to two, the Dodgers. Dodgers two outs away from tying the series at a game apiece, but the A's are not out of it yet. Manuel waits and looks at a strike at the knees. Marshall throwing strike. Washington did not have a good lead on that last pitch. Maxville is on deck. He is not a strong hitter. Washington walks away to a couple of step lead and now is bluffed back simply by Marshall stepping off. Wonder how Maury Wills worked with him the better part of a week trying to teach him how to steal, how to read the pitcher, how to slide properly. 
A lot of stealing a base aside from having blinding speed, which Washington has. Donald pitch over there, they picked it off. Thank you. 